0: podcast, your safe space for grown-up talk about childish things, and tonight, we are going to give you our reviews, our spoiler-filled reviews of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Kevin's going to talk about the new Evil Dead movie, I'm going to riff about DC, a whole bunch probably, and we want to keep it to an hour, so let's go!
1: What's up, boop? What up,
0: Gavin? How you doing, brother? I'm great, brother. How are you? All right. All right. I'm all right. Hi. Hi. Hi.
1: No complaints. Same old same I. old.
0: Good to hear. Good to hear. Mm-hmm. Fantastico episode 96 96 man. Ninety six episodes of just talking this shit the way we do you <laughs> talk, know how we
1: do Talking shit that's let me oh yeah I said
0: I was gonna do this um I'm Jer and this is Kev <laughs> I never introduced us at the beginning and just...
1: well yeah you do you're like uh you usually say I'm Jer the MC and do I? Yeah, and he's DJ Kevin Kev. He's the DJ. <laughs> he's the I'm DJ. the rapper. Yeah, the rapper, there you go, man. That's how it works.
0: So. You know, I always wanted to call a Yap album. He's the DJ. I'm the rapper. He's the drummer. <laughs> he's the bass player. He's the guitar player. And he's also the rapper.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we did, never, man. we never got that far, unfortunately. Yeah. Next pour, time. <laughs> pour, pour your 40 out for yet another posse. Anyway,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> how have you been since we last spoke?
1: Uh, not bad. Um, <clears throat> I'm just trying to think of, uh, anything new and exciting happening with me.
0: Well, we saw Guardians <clears throat> 3. Can you believe that? Yeah. Like, can you believe it actually happened? Like, I feel like it's been so long since Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. I didn't like if guardians three felt like a thing that might never happen. Like first James Gunn got fired yeah, that's from true. Marvel mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there was the, the pandemic and then everything was delayed. Yeah, And so it's, it's, it's like been a long time since guardians too. So I can't believe that we, like guardians three is now in the past
1: Yeah,
0: and I, I'm, I, there's a lot to talk about. I'm glad we're going to talk about it. Um, but that's like, I think that's kind of a big deal for guys like us. Anyway.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, mind you, it didn't, I guess because we had that little, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Christmas special. The Christmas special, which was great. I loved it. It it was fun. Yeah. So.
0: But we have, we have, you're right. We have had a lot of Guardians content. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and if if I remember correctly, didn't we have a little bit of Guardians in, uh, What If? If I remember correctly, wasn't there? Oh yeah. Some Guardians content. Yeah.
0: They were sprinkled in throughout What If? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, and, uh, yeah they've guardians been, have been yeah guardians have been a like a backbone of of the mcu mm-hmm. up until now which may, maybe they're going to be like out of the picture for a while we'll see but um yeah man so many well, thoughts about that like after this movie well we're going for sure. spoiler like,
1: right so technically we're probably oh spoiler
0: see... alert for this whole yeah. episode by the way and every episode of our show um uh, we never worry about spoiling stuff. We just talk about what we saw um mm-hmm. and we hope you're okay with that. Um
1: Spoiler.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. What were you going to say?
1: <laughs> um no, I was going to say uh, technically we're going to see a new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy team, as they sure. introduced, we,
0: we see that in, in the the, the post credit so. scene. Yeah, so I don't but know. will there be we, a movie? I don't think so. I like. I think Kevin Feige came out and definitively, definitively said <laughs>
1: there won't we're be not no. doing,
0: we're not doing part fours anymore.
1: Well, he won't. Sure, but,
0: is Kevin Feige going to be there? You're mm-hmm. right. That's a good. I, I right, think that was your point, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a so, good point.
1: So who knows? They might just do one without him. Sure, um, but without
0: James Gunn, that would be, intri- like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Is that hallowed ground? Do you do that, or do you just use the Guardians as characters in bigger, like, cosmic films? Like, have the Guardians show up in, you know, Secret Wars, well, and it's, it's, a, it's a new Guardians team, right?
1: It's very rare with uh, Marvel films, when they do, you know, trilogies, per se, That is the same director. Yeah. Um, I feel like the only other one was uh, what's his name, Peyton Reed. Whatever, uh, he did all the Ant Man's.
0: Yeah, but I, I, but it's Marvel though. Like, I feel like directors don't really matter so much in Marvel. That's like a huge broad statement that mm-hmm. like is like not one hundred percent true all the time, obviously. But um, like, don't you feel like like all of Marvel movies are really kind of directed by Kevin Feige, and like the the directors are like assistant directors like
1: well i'm sure he's not. i feel like the russo super-
0: brothers are not really responsible for infinity war and end game and it's proven by like everything they've tried to do since like it's and if like 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 nothing has been like popular um fair i i
1: a- and that extraction movie that they did was bad
0: I didn't say that they did bad stuff, right. but it wasn't super popular.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Okay.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. I see what you I don't know. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I just feel like, like, um, yeah, like, 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 like Marvel, it's like the Mandalorian, like Marvel, mm-hmm. like the whole MCU is like the Mandalorian and like the Mandalorian has like, like 10 different directors every season. Mm-hmm right? But it's the same damn show because the directors are just kind of like they just kind of show up and they, they they're they more like supervisors than like they're not like really showrunners. They're not writing. They're not having a lot of creative input besides like I don't know maybe like tilt the camera a little bit. I don't know mm-hmm. but I don't know how much like honestly I feel like the directors are all mostly meaningless in Mandalorian. And every time a reviewer talks about a director in Mandalorian, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like the directors are meaningless here. Like it's like, it's, it's the same show.
1: Yes. <laughs> and No, um, I get what you're saying, but
0: that's like the but, MCU to me is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like yeah. analogous to the MCU. Like it's, it's all the same movie. <laughs> mm. It's just one long movie. That that the, the there's rules about how everything looks. It's all made by the same stunt team and and CGI team. Mm-hmm. So like, I like I feel like the directors are really meaningless. Honest. I, I that's how I feel. But, but it's not like I, I don't like I'm not trying to like shit on it. Um, mm-hmm. but like,
1: but if you're case, if, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but in the case of someone like uh, James Gunn. Um, he's not only directing. he's also writing it, right? So sure, uh, James these...
0: Gunn is James Gunn elevated the whole damn yeah, thing and and sure. that and that is one of my main, like, God, so many thoughts about James Gunn as I'm watching Guardians three and mm-hmm. as i'm I'm obviously very, very focused on what's happening with d c right now because d c is my it's my it's my it's almost my main fandom. like Star wars is only my main fandom more than DC films like by a little bit like mm-hmm. by a tiny it only edges it out by a tiny amount but like superman 78 and and batman 89 mm-hmm. are like the like like they're my top they're in my top 5 most important films that formed like my fandoms in in my life right so right. like my real dream has always been that DC films is going to get it together and provide us like a reliable, consistent experience that's on that level. Mm -hmm. And, and my whole experience with Marvel has been, yeah, this is okay, but I wish it was DC. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, and, and I, and I honestly, I felt like it got a little monotonous and, and, and I also and I felt like it was fine because that was the way I always felt about Marvel comics. Like when I was a comic fan, before all of, before we were lucky enough to have all of this in movie form, mm-hmm. when we could only see it in comic book form, right? It's exactly the same way I thought I felt about DC and Marvel comics. Like, I was a fan of some Marvel comics, like 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 X Men, um, but um, the ones that I really loved were DC. Uh, mm-hmm. They were Justice League and and some Batman titles and the Vigilante, who, you know, as we've discussed, turned out to be like. A completely differently represented and comical character in Peacemaker, even though he still turned out to be a fantastic, amazing character in Peacemaker because of James Gunn's amazing writing, but he completely rewrote the character. Mm. Um But still, DC is my like number one fandom. And I feel the same way what I do about the films as I do about the movies. Like um, like there's a like there's a, like there's a million more decent marvel movies now than there are decent dc movies like the dc movies have been up and down in quality but the movies that i love the most are still dc films they're still superman 78 batman 89 and and even stuff more recently than that you know joker Mm. um um the new uh batman film um robert pattens is batman um Amazing. Bet you never thought.
1: Bet you never thought you'd say that, eh?
0: <laughs> I yeah, I was never against Robert Pattinson. That never yeah. bothered me. Yeah, um, a lot of people. were, though, it's 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 funny. But, and then you, and then when you when you add in there, mm-hmm. Christian Bale's Batman series, which is not my favorite, mm-hmm. but if you ask anybody else in the world, they'll tell you that the Dark Knight is the best comic book movie ever made. Um, and I think the Dark Knight is a great. Comic book movie, mm-hmm. um, the one, the one I, with with Heath Ledger in I, it as I, as Joker.
1: I still uh, say, and I will stand by it. You take Heath Ledger out of that movie, it, that movie fucking sucked.
0: Um, doesn't fucking suck, but it's <laughs> mediocre. It's over, mediocre. Over,
1: over I feel it's like mediocre. it's over overrated.
0: You're right. Heath Ledger <laughs> was what is what elevated mm-hmm. that movie movie absolutely. Yeah. No, look, I am the biggest critic of that batman trilogy and mm-hmm. i know that it's a lot of people's favorite but um yeah i never thought christian nolan captured any uh, really really captured the spirit of batman i thought mm-hmm. he was trying to do something trying to like do his own take on batman Anyways, and there was sure. there was a it was enjoyable to watch mm-hmm. it was it, they were like, they were fun like movies to watch but i like they didn't they didn't resonate with me as like, Oh my God, this is the comic book Batman on the Mm -hmm. screen. The way Tim Burton, uh, kind of did with me with, with his movies.
1: Definitely agree with that. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely the first one. Yeah. Um, second one I, I like too. Is just after that, after he left, it just
0: fell this shit. (laughs) You're right. You're
1: right. You're right. And let
0: me reiterate something that I've said on this podcast many times. Mm -hmm. Um, the first, um, Tim Burton Batman movie, was the first movie that I reviewed
1: online. Yeah, I remember you
0: saying online yeah. and there was no internet yet. I reviewed it on a local bulletin board with like 20 members, mm-hmm. right? Like, cause there was no internet. There was some guy who had a server in his house with like some friends who logged into his computer and, and shared messages. Right. Um, but the first time I reviewed a movie was Tim, was Tim Burton's Batman movie and it wasn't because i had any like like ambition to be a film reviewer it was because i was like a member of this 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 online bulletin board
1: mm-hmm. and
0: i logged in there every night and i talked to people on there and because i had seen this movie and it had lit me up inside so much that i just had to talk about it and i remember writing a review of it and going in my head oh my god i'm writing a review and then um um, like really loving the experience of that. Um, and, uh, and I remember vividly my experience with those movies, you know, even Tim Burton's second one wasn't great. I, mm-hmm. I, like, I didn't like,
1: yeah, I didn't think it was amazing, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like the first one better.
0: Too. I didn't like where it went. The first the first one though mm-hmm. is such a masterpiece. Um, and the only flaw that the only flaw that I found in it at the time And the only the only time when it let me down was the action sequences, Mm. because we didn't they didn't have any of the CGI that they have now um, or like half of the techniques that they use today. And I felt like whenever Michael Keaton's Batman got into a a fight in those movies, um, it didn't represent the way he would look in the comic books. It looked like a guy in a Batman costume in a bar brawl, Mm. it seemed to me, instead of Batman, right? Like, I felt like Batman should be super acrobatic, super fast, and be all over the place, and, and you should never really see him fully lit. He should always be, like, in the shadows or moving so quickly that you can't see him. And so... Those fight scenes in that original movie were like the one point where I was like, oh, this is kind of disappointing. Um, because I really feel like it pulls me out of the movie um at that point. But holy shit, Kev, like these trailers for the Flash movie, where Michael Keaton's Batman is in these action scenes that are fucking all CGI, mm-hmm. but they are so fucking amazing and comic book accurate and on the level of like a modern Spider-Man film, like fully. Fully, it's like my it's like my heart is healed from my childhood when I first saw that Batman film because mm. I'm seeing Michael Keaton. It's my childhood Batman. It's my like a re- my '89 Batman is now in these like full on amazing visual action scenes that I've only seen in this trailer. I can't wait to see this movie, Kevin. I'm going to mm. see this movie and I'm going to see in this this movie in theaters at least three times. I'm telling you right now, probably mm. more right. because. Like the, like the trailers for this flash movie are like, oh my God, the child in me is so excited. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up so so we can get on.
1: Let me ask Um, you something real quick. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead.
0: uh, You wrap that up.
1: Yeah. Should we, uh, get together and go see this movie? Please. Can we?
0: Yes, absolutely. Yes. You and me at least, but I would love to bring Bill and Greg as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Um, it's in June. It's I I I forget the exact date. I think it's, I think June, it's June 9th. June 9th. If 9th. If I'm correctly asked. Or 19th. I,
1: like I feel like it's June 9th. I feel like it's the beginning okay. of June. So today I
0: mean, is May 16th. So that's only mm-hmm. fucking 3 weeks away. So mm-hmm. I was going to say maybe we could time it for episode 100, but 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 that's probably um, probably not going to happen. It's probably going to be for episode 97 or 8. Mm-hmm. Um but like yeah, dude, for sure, let's go see it together cuz uh i i feel like this one is like special for Mm -hmm. us right Mm -hmm. like it's not this is not like just some comic book movie june 16th
1: i just looked it up june okay
0: okay that's not. yeah that yeah Mm -hmm. um so yeah let's see it together and um yeah i'm looking forward to that one so much so much
1: all right
0: anyway um Let's, shall we get on with it? Shall we get on to our reviews Let's of Guardians this. of the Galaxy Volume 3? Let's do this. Okay.
1: <clears throat> just uh, before we start, I just want to do this. Here we go. It's only fitting to yeah. play this at the start.
0: Yeah. No, oh, that's that you set the theme perfectly because okay. Guardians, uh, everything about Guardians, the tone, the theme is all set by the by the music. Yeah, James Gunn is one of us, brother, isn't he?
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Like if I was I, writing a movie, I would be the guy who just like I would pick my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. I would I would put them on, and I would close my eyes, and I would pick the scene. Mm-hmm. And then I would write the scene uh, based on the feelings that is, that I, that were inspired by in in me by the song, and that's yeah, exactly that's exactly what James Gunn does. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and
0: and I feel like the journey of at, like this this is an important point. Mm-hmm. The journey of Guardians of the Galaxy has also been a musical journey, um, and a journey it for James Gunn as a director and how his music um guides him because yeah. because in the first couple of movies, the music was important, right mm-hmm. it, it was very important um, it set the tone and it, it and it and it was it was it was key in the story, right? yeah but then, when you get to the christmas special mm-hmm. I feel like it reaches a new level where that was almost a musical. Right. Like, the actual movie was actually based on, mm-hmm. sprung from the music. And there was a lot of music in the Christmas special that was original to the Christmas yeah. special yep. that was written by his by his friends, that, yep. that band that was his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great. And it was fantastic. And I feel like Tell me if you agreed with this, if you had this thought or not, or if this was just a thought I had. Mm. When I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I thought, "Oh my god, we're still doing the format of the Christmas special." Like it wasn't just for the Christmas special, mm. but James Gunn has evolved this whole series mm-hmm. to the level of no, this is now a fucking musical. Right. And 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 this movie opens with Rocket singing the song and playing the song through the loudspeakers of mm-hmm. nowhere and getting everybody around him into the song. Like exactly like the shit that was going on in the Christmas special. Right. Right? Like it was a continuation. Like it mm-hmm. might as well have been like the, the, the next day or the same day. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Did you have that same feeling?
1: I get totally what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember if I was thinking that while I was watching it, but I totally get what you're saying. Okay. Because I,
0: I I, I felt like that was that was really important distinction in in this film. Like, like we leveled up in um, in the music now is really driving this Mm -hmm. this narrative in in a major way, and that was a a big distinction between this part and the first two parts. I thought.
1: And I loved how they booked and. the song that I just played, the Red Bull yes, song. Yes. Uh it was they the first song, song. Yeah, the yes. first song that you hear uh when Quill first uh goes to steal that uh thing, whatever. Yeah. And they bookend it with uh with um Rocket playing it on a, pr- a perfect a perfect yeah, detail. Beautiful. Yeah, a perfect uh, detail. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that. Um <clears throat> uh, yeah, so anyways, yeah, go ahead.
0: Um, well, what else do I want to say about this movie? Mm-hmm. Um, like, what were we expecting about this film going into it? Uh, the story of the Guardians themselves,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And I, I, uh, I've I've had so much so many thoughts about this. Um, the story of the Guardians in their own series of films mm-hmm. was so important to Marvel in its first, in its first four phases. You could say that maybe they were the most important series leading up to Infinity War and Endgame. Like Infinity War and Endgame were also were, were almost the ending of their story mm-hmm. more than anybody else's, more than the Avengers. Even though the Avengers were ultimately the heroes of the story, mm-hmm. and the Guardians ended up ended up being the fall guys in so many ways. And this was another thing that occurred to me. Because um, I've been watching a lot of interviews with James Gunn about... You know, he's been doing a lot lately in the promotional cycle for Guardians. And um, he's talked a lot about about this. And, you know, he's openly talked about how he was on the set of Infinity War and Endgame as a consultant Mm -hmm. for um, how the characters, how the Guardians were portrayed.
1: Mm.
0: But he's also very bluntly said he had no creative control over what they did with the characters. Right. And I, and I think he's completely unhappy that Gamora was killed Hmm. and that Peter Quill, um, you know, who was, who always had that like Superman, like, um, internal, like, moral compass of doing the right thing in every Guardians film, mm. uh, in Infinity War, had an immature, you know, uh, breakdown, and, and and basically allowed Thanos to succeed because of it.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so, like, if all that hadn't happened if you go from Guardians 2 to Guardians 3, it's a completely different movie, right? But Guardians 3 has to account for all of the stuff that James Gunn didn't have control over. So, so this thought is in my head a lot while I'm watching this movie. Mm. And uh, and then I... So I think about Endgame a lot. And I think about what, what happened in Endgame a lot and, and, and how the characters were diverted... From the path they were previously on, right? Like Guardians Two, Gamora and and Peter were a couple, you know, without question the whole time, mm-hmm. and that was interesting. That was an interesting dynamic um, to see them both just at their full strength, at their full power, and um, and and with a partner, and and having to maintain their relationship at the same time, right. Um, okay. So, I mean, obviously that set up the huge stakes for her death and everything, and and that made Endgame and Infinity War all the more interesting and, and moving to us as an audience. So, um, you know, everybody can't be the hero. Some people have to um, suffer some consequences, and I accept that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just looking at all this from James Gunn's point of view, as I'm watching this film, right? Anyway, um, so, uh, so we see the Guardians team and um, and and they're they're at the same point they were at the end of the Christmas special mm-hmm. uh, they nowhere is their base of operations and <clears throat> like what nowhere is is kind of weird like I don't <laughs> they never really explain like like what it is, the, the, like, like like are so they despotic it, it, rulers? Are they the government? Yeah. Like do they make the laws, the rules there, or do they just? Is everybody just? Is it anarchy? Right? Mm-hmm. Is there no law, no society? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I guess that's not really super important. It's mm-hmm. a cool, it's a cool setting um, for them to have as a home base, mm-hmm. um, and it's fun, um, and and the story is immediately set up in the beginning. You know, Rocket gets hurt and um, uh, because they have all this cosmic technology, everyone else who gets hurt, uh, they just throw a med pack on them and it immediately heals them like a video game. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't work on Rocket uh, because they discover he's got some fail-safe device in him that doesn't allow technology to regenerate his tissue or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So suddenly, they have to suddenly figure out Rocket's origin story to figure out why this device is in him to save his life Mm -hmm. and um, I I thought this was so cool and so clever Kev and this was a movie that I went into thinking well I know so much about it because they've shown us so much in the trailers but like in this first five minutes of the movie when they got to this plot point I was like wow like I had no idea this was coming Mm -hmm. I had no idea this was what the whole movie was going to be And it sets them off on their adventure like so like quickly and efficiently and with like like real believable motivation. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was awesome. And I thought in this first five minutes of the movie, I thought, uh, yeah, I got to admit it. I love James Gunn's writing. Mm -hmm. Right. And and this is I, I know this because of 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 Peacemaker. Right. Like I liked all James Gunn stuff before. I liked the first two Guardians movies. Mm-hmm. I liked the Suicide Squad. I liked a lot of James, I liked a lot of James Gunn stuff before. I yeah. loved Peacemaker. I loved Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the first five minutes of this movie, I was like, okay, I was right about Peacemaker. James Gunn's a good writer. Mm-hmm. Um, because this was a cool premise for this movie. Anyway. Um, so rocket's lying on a table, like, uh, almost dead. And the guardians are racing across the galaxy to try to, uh, try to figure out how to save him. And, um, rocket is having flashbacks to his origin story, which we keep returning to throughout this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and his origin story is horrible. Um, you know, it involves uh, the villain of this movie, the High Evolutionary, mm-hmm. and um, him him doing lots of experiments and surgeries on Rocket and and all kinds of other animals. And um, I'm gonna say this movie is not for children. No. Um, <laughs> the the um, the the scenes where Rocket is in the High Evolutionaries. Um, facility in a cage with the other animals who are all being, you know, experimented on like him is horrific. And um, the animals are all played so cutely and childlike and um, they're made to just twist your heart and make you feel for them. Mm -hmm. Um, They're so... Oh, I don't know. They're, they're designed so, um, like just evilly, um, brilliantly, um, they're adorable and they're horrifying at the same time because of, of what's been done to them Mm -hmm. and the situation they're in, um, and, um, and they're, they're rockets, um, only friends, as he is basically evolved from a raccoon spoiler alert. Um, it is revealed that rocket is actually a raccoon and actually from earth, Mm -hmm. um, in this movie. Um, and then the high evolutionary, uh, does lots of surgeries on him to evolve him, to make him sentient and to make him, you know, walk on his, you know, hind legs and use his hands as hands and all that. Um, and um it's 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 uh, it's disturbing. It's hard to watch. And um and, but it's also um, visually uh, very, very well done and cool. Um this movie is fucking cool. I I, I will I will just say this from a from a fucking mm. like a heavy metal fan perspective, from a from a dark science fiction perspective. Perspective from mm. an adult science fiction fan perspective. Pr- perspective. Um, James Gunn gets it, man, and he does a lot of cool shit. And the same re- the same way, I love Zack Snyder for mm. like the way he like has a certain kind of heavy metal, kind of edgy, kind of dark, kind of sensibility. Mm. James Gunn is different, much different, but also. Like fucking like, like likes to go to the fucking edge, man. Like a lot of reviewers I saw said he went too far with these characters. And that's why I say they're not for children. They're not. Um, but I don't agree that he went too far. I think he made it cool. Like Guardians is not a McDonald's hamburger. It's not a typical MCU assembly line mm. film it's right. it's you can you can put this on the level of Deadpool you can put this on the level of Logan because James Gunn is fearless as a creator mm. and um, and and because of that this is kind of a superior product to me not a not a negative in any way um, but um, so- that being said <laughs> I do feel like it falls down in some areas, and and I, and that's related to the other stuff I previously mentioned, mm-hmm. the the end, Infinity War Endgame stuff that Jen, James Gunn had no control over, that then he had to try to figure out in this movie. But anyway, go ahead. What what were you going to say?
1: No, I was going to say. Um, okay, while watching this movie, um, I've heard even like before going into it, I heard a lot of um, uh, reviewers saying that. You know, the the animal stuff is, you know, very, uh, I guess, like, it pulls on the heartstrings and all this stuff, and um, it's very emotional and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now.
0: It's manipulative.
1: Uh, well, I, I was just going to ask you, like, when I was watching it, I didn't get those feels to tell you the truth, but I think it's because... In my head, um, I knew that they were just, you know, digital, digital animals. So I didn't really you, get no, the No, for whole, sure. They were
0: very Disney cartoony yeah, kind of like, portrayals.
1: I, I, I don't know. I guess a lot of people. But cute. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were cute. They were but, made
0: to be cute. But, Super cute.
1: Well, my point is, like, I didn't get those, really like, listening. emotional heart strings that, mm, I guess, a lot of these people were saying, like, online before I saw it. I'm just wondering, did you feel, like, very emotional watching it?
0: Let me say. Yeah. I went to see this with Steve. Okay. Steve is a vegan. Steve is an animal rights activist. Okay. So I had a talk with him about this before he watched it. And I said, have you heard all this stuff? And he was like, yeah, but, like, we're talking about CGI cartoon exactly. animals yeah. in a Marvel film, right? Like." Yeah. And I was like, okay, so you're not worried about it at all. And I was like, and he was like, no. And I was like, okay, neither am I. Let's go.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And and you're right. Um. And he agreed. Like, um, the animals in this film were not portrayed as super realistic, but when they were, and and they were, and there were a lot of super realistic animals, but when they were portrayed, they weren't shown to be like explicitly. Like they didn't show you them doing surgery no. on a realistic animal. no,
1: it like didn't go they that they
0: explicit. showed they they showed rocket in his cage after he had surgery on him. Yes, but he was already like a CGI baby rocket. Yes. and yes, that was very sad. And it was kind of explicit. Mm-hmm. um there I think there was blood. um, and he and he said in a cartoon voice, you know, hurts. Yes. You know, it was it was it was yes. made in a way to to e- to extract an emotional response from you.
1: I got more emotional response
0: but, from you saying it right now than I did when sure, I watched
1: them. Sure. But <laughs> you know what I mean, like. But I was don't it know.
0: realistic? Like, yeah. Was it super? No. No, I, I was never like, oh, these are
1: like this is real. Okay. I was
0: always like, okay, I'm watching a movie, okay, so and, and these are and these are Marvel characters, so I'm not a
1: heartless asshole. Like, no, not at, all, okay. not at all, not at all, not at all. Because, yeah, like uh-huh. I said, like as I was watching it, I, I, I had these things in my head that you know, uh. It's going to, it's going to fucking make me emotional, I guess. Like while I was watching it, I was like preparing myself for it, but it more never, than even that, I, never think, I think,
0: you know what I, mean? like, I think what freaked people out mm. was the other three characters Okay, and, and all of their robotic parts mm-hmm. and how kind of shocking they looked right. because they were closer to like the, the toys from the first toy story movie in yes. the evil yes. kid's house who put, who put toys together, who re- broke all the toys and put them back together. Yes. Yes. Right. And so, but they were supposed to be like analogy, like, like real animals who that yeah. had been done to, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you're mature enough to think that concept all the way through, then it's horrifying, right? right? But if you just look at the characters how they were presented on the screen, they're just like weird science fiction characters with mm-hmm. cartoony voices, right? And and maybe you don't get that if you if you don't know. All of that, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have the level of understanding of all that, so I don't know. I, I I don't think he went too far. I think he just made something really cool. And I just want to add um, on this particular topic.
1: <clears throat>
0: PETA gave James Gunn an award for this movie. Oh yeah, they are so happy with the message that this movie sent mm-hmm. about protecting animals as sentient beings. Okay, um, they gave him an award. Uh, like, And the movie's only been out for like three weeks, but they gave him an award like last week okay. for this. Um, so um, animal rights activists are not upset about this, and it's really not an issue, and I feel like, I don't know, I don't know, somebody inflated it as a false issue at some point on the internet. You're right. Honestly. Fair enough. Um, but what else do you want to say about this movie? Because we should wrap up in like 10 minutes. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think, it, I think it was great, but where it fell down, let me get to that quickly. Let me get that out of the way. Um, mm. Peter and Gamora. Okay. Spoiler alert, yeah. you know, red hot warning, spoiler alert, mm. Peter and Gamora do not get back together in this movie No, because James Gunn is a good enough writer to understand that probably wouldn't happen to these characters after what they went through in Infinity War and Endgame. Yep. And it was and honestly, it was the best writing choice. Mm-hmm. Getting them back together is probably what a lot of people wanted. It's maybe even what I kind of maybe wanted a little bit because um, we followed the story of these characters and how. They found each other in the first movie mm-hmm. and then how being together made them so strong in the second movie. And then the stuff that happened in between the second and the third movie ended all that. Mm-hmm. And so for the third movie, people who were fans of this particular series probably would have saw it as a happy ending if they got to return To that point where they were at their best, at their happiest, at Mm -hmm. their most, you know, at their most personally fulfilled and empowered. And to fully recover from the damage that they both suffered in Infinity War and Endgame. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And James Gunn didn't give the audience that. And honestly, this movie ends with Gamora's ending scene where she goes back to the Ravagers Mm -hmm. and is celebrating with them. Felt so empty to me. And it just. It justified to me. I don't know if you know this. But, but Zoe Saldana has said. Um, in the last year. In interviews. That she's done. With big franchise characters. She's done with Gamora.
1: Mm.
0: She'll continue on with. With Avatar as long as they need her. But she. Is kind of burnt out. On the big franchise thing. Mm and if you look what happened with star trek which everybody like had huge expectations for and kind of fizzled and burnt out and then if you look what happened with her character specifically in marvel like she was you know, she was the sacrifice for for thanos mm-hmm. you know and then and then this movie she was kind of like just kind of weird and awkward through the whole damn thing mm-hmm. right to the ending And, um, I don't know. I don't blame her. I don't blame her for, for like being like, man, like I I didn't get a a fair shake here. And when you think about the guardians themselves, like, like Drax the destroyer, his whole character, his family was killed by Thanos Mm -hmm. and his goal when we met him, his entire goal was to kill Thanos. Mm-hmm. So when we get to infinity war and Endgame, if Drax doesn't get a scene where he tries to fucking kill Thanos and dies trying, if he doesn't get to be the one who kills him, then that kind of fucking ruins his character. And his character is kind of fucking ruined ever since. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I'm sure like, he's funny. He's enjoyable. But I'm, I'm not surprised that he doesn't want to come back and do Drax anymore. Because what's the fucking point of Drax now? Right. Like, Drax started with a fucking clear-cut, defined arc that Infinity Ward Endgame just kind of scrubbed out and said, fuck it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Zoe Saldana, her character, sorry, Gamora, same damn thing. Fucking Thanos' daughter, and her whole story arc is to become free of that and become her own fucking person in end game. Oh, you get fucking murdered by Thanos. So you like, you erase all of that character development. So like as an artist, I, I'm sure Zoe Saldana feels heartbroken. And if you're, if you are a fan of Gamora as a character, I'm sure you feel heartbroken and gutted by what's happened, you know, since guardians part two, Mm-hmm. Same thing with Peter Quill. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, the first two Guardians movies, Peter Quill was kind of like a Superman character. He was a super fuck-up and, and made mistakes, but he always like in the fucking moment when it counted most had an internal sense of what was right to do and did the right fucking thing. There's no way he would have fucking snapped on Thanos like that. <coughs> Uh, like he did in infinity war right. when he did. No matter what his personal loss was from Gamora. But the fucking, you know, that was out of that was out of James Gunn's James Gunn, the best writer MCU ever had's control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um so we got what we got. And and this Guardians movie ends up being what it is. And and it still turns out to be a great movie. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I think it I think it was great. I loved it. Um, I love the Groot stuff too. I didn't talk much about Groot, but, um, you know, we get this, this, it was described as alpha Groot, but then we find out in the post-credits scene, there's even a higher level of Groot. So it wasn't even alpha Groot. It was just a higher powered Groot. Mm -hmm. It was swole Groot. Um, but it was great. I, I didn't like spoiler alert. I didn't like that in the final, um, act, they they broke the Groot gimmick and had him say yeah. other words besides I am Groot. Yeah.
1: I, I didn't like that. I yeah, didn't like that at all. It that felt to me it felt a little off.
0: It felt like you gave up the whole premise. Yeah. Like you spent all of these fucking movies mm-hmm. sticking to it, like being faithful to it. Mm-hmm. To the point where sometimes I was annoyed by it, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, but but like he stuck to it, mm-hmm. you know? And then in the final fucking five minutes of the final fucking movie, mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, let's let fuck that. Let's just let him say something. Yeah. I, I felt like that was weak. I felt like that was a weak fucking play. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, let's wrap up. I'm gonna wrap up anyway and then let <laughs> you go. But um, right. um um but my final thoughts, I think I just led perfectly to my final thoughts. Mm-hmm. This is a great movie. Guardians Three is my is my is is a great movie. <clears throat> I don't know if it's my favorite of the Guardians series. Maybe it's number two. Mm-hmm. Um, Guardians One is is great for different reasons um, because of just like all the new ground that it broke <clears throat> um, and was so fun. But um, this was great too, and and did a deft job um, in a lot of ways uh, of wrapping things up. Um, surprise! Nobody dies. Um yeah, surprise sure, right? surprise Peter and Gamora don't get back together.
1: Mm-hmm. Um I'm glad they didn't put No, um, it was
0: the right choice.
1: No, but they teased the um <sighs> fuck, what's her name again? Uh why am I drawing a blank? Um with the whole why don't you go after her?
0: Oh, with, you're um, glad he didn't get together yeah. with um what's her name with the other one. Why am I Gamora's sister? Yeah, uh yeah. Yeah, you're making me forget too damn it.
1: Mm. Uh Nebula.
0: Nebula, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, you didn't, didn't. Yeah, no, and that's another thing. I felt like the movie suffered from, like, the, the switching of focus from Gamora to Nebula mm-hmm. that happened, like, from the holiday special to this movie. Um, Nebula's not as good a character. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like, the whole her talking in a deep voice like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's 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 It's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, anyway, I'm wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say, uh, this is a great movie. It's a mm-hmm. great Guardians film. Um, it did a good job wrapping up everybody's characters. Um, I was disappointed a little bit by, um, what's his name? Uh, Adam Warlock. Um, oh, yeah.
1: But but, his but, real name? But you trying to say, or?
0: Adam Warlock, yeah. No, um, his character was funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he was funny. Um, but Adam Warlock, the comic character, is not a funny character at all. He's a totally serious, like heavy, um, overpowered character. So, mm. um, like, we'll see what they're going to do with him in the future. Maybe they'll do some cool stuff with him. I'm not, I'm not like totally turned off about that. But mm. um, I felt like 20 minutes should have been edited out of, the, out of this movie. Okay. Yeah, sure. um, Peter Quill must have said the line let's go save our friend like five times Mm. in this movie. Okay. You should have cut out three of those times. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple of the scenes I've already mentioned that I thought were a mistake. Like the scene where Groot says a sentence Mm -hmm. instead of I am Groot. Um, like, 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 no, like you just, I felt like, There was a little bit of James Gunn saying, okay, this is my final Marvel film, so I'm going to throw in everything I want to throw in instead of doing some judicious editing to make the perfect film here. Mm. Um, So I felt like it was a little bloated. So I felt like if you edited 20 minutes of a couple of weird choices out, you have a fantastic, perfect film. So I Mm. don't want to give it a super high rating. I want to give it a high rating, though. So I'm going to give it a 7.75. So that's Mm. a, a seven and three quarters rating. Um, a lot of people have said that the guardian series is the best series of all of the MCU films. And I might agree that it's the most consistent because stuff that I like a little better, like Thor has been like hot and cold and hot and cold. Mm hmm. Um, And Guardians has just been constantly kind of, like, good Mm -hmm. or or great. Um, So, I don't know. That's a really debatable topic. Um, But it's definitely one of the best, and James Gunn's writing definitely elevated the entire MCU uh, first four phases. James Gunn writing set up Infinity War and Endgame more than anybody else's. I think James Gunn is definitely the rightful new CEO for DC mm-hmm. because I think he proved we on a shadow of a doubt that it, if anyone is almost as responsible as Kevin Feige for the success of, of MCU's first 10 years, it was James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and this movie definitely leans into that and proves it more. So, Uh, I'm giving it a high rating. It's almost an eight out of 10 for me. A couple of little flaws. You could totally just edit it out and fix. And I'd be, I'd be an eight and a half out of 10, but Mm -hmm. um, um, I definitely really like this movie. I highly recommend it. I think you should see it in a theater. Yeah. I also want to say it looked fantastic. Probably the best looking of all of the guardians films and one of the best looking MCU films, Mm. Um, and, and, uh, if you're, you know, a space opera fan, um, go see this on a big screen, um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I'm going to stop now and let you go Kev. Um, right. but, um, anyway, uh, mm-hmm. those are my thoughts on guardians of the galaxy three. I highly recommend go ahead.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I much like you, I enjoyed this film. Um, and I agree. Yes. Uh, go see it in the theater. Um, I watched it in 2D. Um, I didn't do the 3D for this one. Um, did you watch it in oh, 3D? Oh,
0: same. I, I saw it on an IMAX screen, even though it wasn't shot in IMAX. Yeah. But um, 2D. 2D. Or, yeah, yeah 2D.
1: okay. Um, yeah, no, it was good. Um, like I said, uh, I, I I, I guess I didn't really uh, connect with the whole uh, Rocket storyline of him being like, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't know, like I said, I didn't find that emotional. <laughs> like a lot of people were saying but um yeah. overall um the rocket um um where I'm looking for. Origin story was really cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um overall the film was fun. Um, shout out to uh, Lloyd Kaufman, who made a appearance in it. If you know anything about James Gunn, he started at Troma Video, essentially, like working for Lloyd. Um, uh, directed his first movie there, and he's been throwing Lloyd in all his movies. Um, I met Lloyd back in the day, which was like one of the greatest fucking <laughs> um, things in <of> my life. <laughs> He's such a great guy, so I had to shout that out. Um, but, yeah, no, um, overall, like I said, a, a fun movie. Uh, um, I, I really did enjoy it. Uh, I'm basically up there with you, like uh, 7, I would give it, out of 10. Um, yeah, just a fun, uh, great wrap to the to the story. Um, if you uh, stick around to the end, uh, there's a mid-end post-credit scene yeah there's two F- um scenes. yeah so the um the the last one we're going spoiler so it's, it's looking like uh star lord will be definitely sticking around in the mcu i don't know yeah. if it means they're gonna do a solo movie with him or i don't know where, where they're going with that but he's i definitely... feel like all
0: these characters could be back in secret wars all of them
1: yeah yeah no i i definitely feel like he'll be around in secret wars as well yeah um but yeah no uh yeah great film um highly recommend it especially if you're a fan of the other guardians and our marvel in general so yeah definitely worth uh, yeah. checking out word up word up brother word to big bird Boom! all right God! um Boom! Done for
0: Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I, I like I said, I can't believe it's in our past. We yeah. waited so long for that film, and yeah, crazy, yeah. and, uh, and and here it and here and it is. Almost, and
1: it's we almost didn't have. Well, we we're gonna get it regardless by the sounds of it, but we almost didn't get it from James Gunn. Yep, which is. No, is, he, got, he got fired
0: and then rehired and yeah. then it was postponed like two years. Man, mm-hmm. anyway, we didn't even talk about Nathan Fillion. We I didn't even sure. talk about yeah. the space station that was actually a giant anus in space <laughs> but they couldn't call it that and I bet you that it was originally meant to be mm-hmm. um, uh, the celestial anus just like nowhere is the celestial head mm-hmm. but I bet you that Marvel censors told them they couldn't do that so they changed it to what whatever they called it. Right. Um, But, man, visually, it was so cool and so fun. And Nathan Fillion was so awesome and so fun in this. Um,
1: I like to say I I really enjoy um, the character of Mantis. Mantis really, really broke Mantis is a great character. You're right. She emerged from
0: Guardians 2, which was... Honestly, the weakest, um, uh, you know, chapter of all of this. Mm-hmm. But but her merging from this was a great benefit. Her with Drax is a fantastic great. team, yeah. a comedy team. Yeah, and yeah. the idea that her that she provided a sister for Peter um, gave him an, a new emotional connection. Mm-hmm. That kind of um, you know balanced out the loss of Gamora a little bit, which was which was helpful. But mm-hmm. But her character on its own was very cool and interesting and used her powers in interesting ways at mm-hmm. moments, at interesting times. And again, a credit to the writing of James Gunn mm-hmm. and reason to be excited for the new DCU, right? Like, yeah. like, like, how many of these interesting, weird, new things are we going to get in everything that he touches in DC? They, in the new Superman film that he's writing, that he's written, mm-hmm. you know, that he's casting right now, um... You know, how much cool, interesting new stuff is there going to be in that? I'm so excited to find out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, this is all great news, exciting news for me. But anyway, we should wrap up soon. We said yeah. we were going to keep this to an hour. We've already gone too long and it's my fault because I blabbed on and on about so, okay. Guardians 3. But, but, Kev, is there anything you want to talk about? Is there anything you want to yeah, recommend so, maybe before we get, before we move on, before we uh, before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, so I watched a, a whole bunch of movies um, in the last little while. Um, in particular, uh, just wanted to t- talk about Evil Dead Rise.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <clears throat> so um, yeah, last episode, uh, I was I was excited to go see it because uh, you know I bought tickets and etc. Yep. etc. Cetera, et cetera. It's already streaming, by the way. So yep. if you uh, want to watch the Evil Dead Rise. Um, yeah, you can rent it um, already at home. So, anyways, um, yeah. So I, I I enjoyed the Evil Dead Rise. Um, I I a couple of um, gripes I did have with the film. Uh, as much as I enjoyed the fact that they kind of changed the setting from the typical, you know, cabin in the woods, so it's now in like um, in a in a high rise um apartment building. Um I can't remember what city it was in, but anyways. Um it was a fun gory uh Evil Dead film, much in the vein of the soft reboot that they put out 10, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Um I feel like it was 10 years ago if I correctly. Yeah about 10 yeah, years Yeah 2013 ago. I think it came yeah. out. Yeah. Um it was uh much in the same vein. Um they do set up in this movie, I'm going spoilers here. Um they do set up in this movie that uh there's actually three uh Necronomicons. So okay. yeah, so um I was watching an interview with the director of this film and he basically said, you know, they set it up so that um, you know, Ramey's verse uh universe is, you know, one book. Um the Fetty Everest um book is another uh, one of the three books, and then his is the third. So um, th- I, I feel like they're just basically setting up a potential – of, necronomicon. <laughs> of um all three books uh coming back in a movie um so the three books were set up in the army of
0: like partners. a like a like a multiverse like an evil yeah, dead multiverse f- movie yeah they'll probably all three necronomicon yeah. so
1: they'll probably you know bring back even though he says he's done with the character they'll probably bring back ash they'll probably oh, bring definitely. back you know the girl from the avarez version and you know what i mean and and of course the girl from this one. That version, would be sick. Right. That so sick. um I have a feeling it'll probably happen, but who knows it might be ten years from now. <laughs> but yeah, um as far as the movie goes, um I, I my my only gripe with the film was that they they shoehorned in all the things from Evil Dead. So they shoehorned like yeah. they they uh, they showed the chainsaw, so you knew that was coming. Yeah, um, you know all the familiar the sh- beat. Yeah, exactly the shotgun. Um, yeah, Then, of course you know they. The, she even drops a line that Bruce Campbell says in one of the films, and um, uh, and of course the Dead by Dawn thing is is brought back up, and yeah, you know, I mean, so there there were some some very like shoehorned in things. Yeah. Uh, to the point that I, I actually kind of eye rolled at some of the stuff. But overall, um, oh, and there's a nice um, um, homage to the uh, Shining in the movie as well. Oh. <laughs> I won't say anything, but I won't spoil that. But um, yeah, overall, like I said, I enjoyed it. It was a fun Evil Dead film. It, uh, when I first saw the trailer for this, like I got like Nerdwood hard. Yeah, and I so thought that this was going to be like over the top gory. Now well, it is gory, but it's not to the point that it's like cringe gory. You know what I mean? Wait for me. Wait for me. Anyways, maybe for the average film. <laughs> Hold on, I yeah. just had
0: a memory from Evil Dead. Oh, does it have? Uh, how do I word this? Hmm. <laughs> does it show?
1: <laughs> oh the the tree is that where you're going yes so they do a similar thing in this movie hold on hold on instead of a tree branch
0: it's it's an ethernet cable
1: no it's not it's uh so uh they do the similar thing except it takes place because it's in a building it takes place in an elevator okay um it doesn't penetrate but but they do the same they do the same illusion yeah they don't it doesn't show penetration like it did in the original one you know what i mean uh, they teased it in the soft reboot as well, um, but um, I, I was after watching the film. Um, I was watching, you know, some um, interviews with the cast and stuff, and I didn't catch this, but the girl who gets possessed, like the the first one uh-huh. that gets possessed, actually has tattoos of vines on her.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, which I thought I was like, "Fuck, I didn't notice that," but that's a really cool little. <laughs> easter uh, egg you know what i mean yeah. so but yeah no like i said uh definitely recommend it if you're a fan of the evil dead um yeah uh, i'll just leave it at that i'll get gi- uh, well i'll uh, like guardians i'll probably give it a seven as well nice so yeah
0: well um, Equal Rise. Right. <laughs> the <laughs> the budget right. for the movie was seventeen million dollars, mm, and so far, most... so far, its wor- its worldwide take is one hundred thirty two million dollars.
1: Oh fuck! Triple quadrupled his fucking budget. Oh um, no!
0: It's cool. almost like eight times. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a very successful, very successful movie. So yeah. we could de- we're definitely going to see more of these.
1: Yeah. No. Uh, um, they. D- I, I don't know if they're going to go that route, but they. They start the movie um, with kind of like one story, I guess, and then they wrap it with that same story. So I have a feeling they're going to continue it with that story uh, oh. without spoiling that. <laughs> um, they don't. They don't come out and say like it's the Evil Dead will return, but um, I have a feeling that's where it's going to go. That's, right that's the direction. So, um, but yeah, no, it's a fun movie. Um, yeah all right yeah definitely recommend it if you're a fan of the evil dead all right i'm gonna
0: check it out now that it's on streaming for sure Mm -hmm. i i definitely want to see it um i've heard all these reviews and now yours and everybody's everybody said everything i want to hear about it so there you go i'm looking forward to it
1: um any recommendations you want to spit out uh have i watched
0: anything good lately i don't feel like i have to be honest so I guess besides Guardians three, no. Mm-hmm. Um no. Um so, go see Guardians three.
1: I watched Error the other day, which I absolutely thought was a great film. Uh um, Error? Error? Error, Air, A I R. It's the, Okay. Uh, oh yeah, right the story the Michael, of Michael Jordan Michael movie. Jordan's uh shoes. Uh, yeah. his um his Yeah, I wanna see that too. Yeah, it was good. It's on Amazon Prime. Um
0: that's a Matt Damon Ben Affleck project. Yeah,
1: yeah. So Matt um Ben Affleck actually uh, directed it. I'm Feel like he wrote it but yeah um uh Damon, no he didn't write it uh so ben affleck directed it uh matt damon is in it and yeah him and jason bateman uh viola davis plays uh jordan's uh mom like yeah chris is in it yeah yeah it's it's really good i really enjoyed it um definitely worth a while oh yeah marlon waynes is in it as well so uh Renfield, I watched Renfield, which was okay. Um yeah. you know, you can't go wrong with fucking I guess Nicholas Cage fucking playing Dracula. Yeah. Um yeah, it was okay. Um if you're a fan of Nick Cage, watch it. Um The Pope's Exorcist I also watched. Um that's the one with um Russell Crowe. Um that one was okay. Uh, I think I would probably give that one a six out of ten. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons I also watched, um, which, is, which
0: is which is available on Peacock or or no, sorry, Paramount Plus now.
1: Is it Paramount Plus? It's on. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's funny. <laughs> uh, I thought it was okay. Um, yeah. Definitely worth a watch if you're a fan of like medieval shit um, and Dungeons and Dragons, obviously. So um yeah it's a comedy so there was a there was a lot of funny parts in it I didn't, I didn't think it was like you know movie of the year by any stretch of the imagination but it was it was okay right so, so yeah i think that's all i have cool well um oh and awesome. i wrapped and i wrapped up uh i finally finished watching that wu-tang show as well um the american saga Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that. Was um, the end. Third third season wasn't as strong as the second season. Second season I thought was absolutely fucking amazing. Uh, third season was alright. Um, the very last episode, um, they transitioned from you know the show to showing like live footage of Wu Tang and stuff like that, which was really cool for yeah. you know as, as for fans, right, and stuff like that. So, yep. um, but yeah, no, uh, if you're a fan of Wu Tang, I definitely recommend uh, the American Saga for sure. Definitely worth a watch. Right yeah. Right on. They didn't go as far as I thought they would, though. As far as, like, you know, talking about Old Dirty's death, You know, I, mean, I thought they would tackle all that shit, but uh, they don't. So they only go as far as, like, um, just past uh, Wu-Tang Forever being released. And it going, like, fucking platinum or whatever, right? So
0: Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I hope I get the time to watch all that someday. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do want to see it for sure.
1: Yeah. I uh, enjoyed it. Second season, like I said,
0: it's fucking amazing. I tell you, I saw Jizza uh, in concert a couple of months ago. Oh, you moment. went? Yeah, and? Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. You know what? You know, he's old. You know, he's older than me. Um, yeah. So, like, on stage, he doesn't, like, go balls exactly. out. He just kind of he just kind of chills and lays back. Yeah. But, um, like, his show is so tightly fucking refined yeah, that okay. it's so it's so good it's any good uh,
1: any guest appearances anyone show up
0: no 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 unfortunately no yeah, but okay. but his but he plays with a live band mm-hmm. um, and his his live band is is quite is semi-famous his the drummer is uh odb's older brother oh okay um and i forget the bass player is somebody too but um mm-hmm. and he just tours with uh <laughs> it's funny he tours with this rapper guy mm-hmm. who's an unknown, okay. but he's also a
1: doctor. Interesting, Doctor Dre.
0: <laughs> no, no, he's like a real medical doctor. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: you saying Doctor Dr. Dre's not a real doctor?
0: It, he talks about it a lot on stage, and then All he right. raps about it a lot about how he's a real doctor. And that's fine. And I was, I was, I went to the show with a couple of dudes who I don't know very well, and mm. one of them was like, "Oh man, uh, I would bring him on tour too," because like like he's probably got a bag full of of meds and, <laughs> and like he could take and i'm like oh shit that's so true that's like he's only on the tour so he can give pills to jizza <laughs> anyway but that's just so, my theorizing i don't know that for sure
1: i saw jizza like just by himself i want to say it was like probably like maybe 10 maybe a little bit over in that and i'll be honest i i thought his um his stage show was boring as fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just like you said, like, he's, you know, he's old, and he was younger then, and yeah. he was just there. The live band made it, and... I not remember uh, if there was a live band. I, I feel like there was. Um, yeah. Like I said, it was such a... this was a while ago, so...
0: No, it wasn't like... I don't know. It wasn't like... If, if I was, like, 19, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, holy shit, that was a great show. Right. but. But being almost fifty and watching a guy in his fifties mm. and watching him play all of these hits yeah. that that I know and love so much, um, I don't know. It was, it it, it was. <laughs> I wanted, I was, I was on the brink of being disappointed the whole time. Mm. But then I was like, Nah, it's pretty good the whole time too. So mm. that was my, my 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 reaction was positive, but not like. I wasn't doing backflips, yeah, fair uh, but enough. but it was still positive. Anyway,
1: I'm going to see LL Cool J in June. Ah, oh, that that
0: festival yeah. that oh, I saw that online and I yeah. was like, damn, that looks fun. Yeah, I got tickets for that.
1: I've never seen LL live, so I mean, either I mean, I'm I'm jealous. I kind of wanted tickets for and that. Red and Meth were supposed to be there too. Really? So. Yeah, oh, so. I've never seen Meth. Yeah, I've seen meth with ah, the routine, I know I've never, but I've never ah, seen Red Man Live, and ah. oh, I love Red Man. So <laughs>
0: I wonder if there's still tickets for that. Yeah, yeah,
1: it. yeah. Um, my buddy, I was talking to him today, and he got I'm pretty sure he bought the tickets, but he found some in like the 300 levels that were like 80 bucks or something like that. He said, so. I should, I should try to find them. Yeah. I'm going to look at the Anyway, yeah, all right, we <laughs> <laughs> should wrap up. We've gone on a little longer than
0: we said we were going to. It's gonna, all good, man. It's all but, good. But um, I want to say, look, Guardians 3 is great. Go mm-hmm. see it. Yep. And I'm stoked for, for DCU and what's coming. Yes. The, the Superman casting rumors are mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yep. Uh, we're hearing David Korn sweat as Superman a lot. Okay. And that boy looks like a young Henry Cavill. And right. I, okay. I I can't lie. I think he, he, he looks like a great Superman. <laughs> mm-hmm. And our lead rumor for Lex Luthor right now is... Is Nicholas Holt. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, you look at a picture of Nicholas Holt and then you picture him with a shaved head, and it if that's not Lex Luthor from the comic books, Mm -hmm. I don't know what is. I'm kind of excited, even though you know I'm a big James Cavill fan, Mm -hmm. or Henry Cavill fan, I'm a big (laughs) Zack Snyder fan. I, I'm also a big James Gunn fan, and I and and so I'm going to get on board and 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 on the hype train for this for his Superman, I think. Right. Um And um, and and Guardians of Guardians Three has only just reinforced my belief in James Gunn. Excellent. That's all I have, Kev. All do you right. have anything you want to say before we uh, turn it to the audience for uh, any questions
1: or comments? Or no, uh, I can't think of anything really off the top of the head. I'm super stoked for uh, Indiana Jones in the next month. Yep. We're going to get there soon. Yep. Uh, Other than that, yeah. um, That's pretty much it with me. Yeah. All right, brother. All right, my man. Well, uh,
0: uh, uh, any questions from the audience uh, to wrap up uh, episode 96?
1: um, Yeah, you're on the air with uh, Kevin Jarre. That's the end? That it is.
0: Sorry, I unplugged my headphones back <laughs> and I missed the question, but I assume it was that's the end. And the answer is, wait a minute. No, it's not the end because for episode 96, I'm going to give you the top five songs from 1996 oh, because yeah. that's what the episode number reminds me of. Number one was Macarena what? by Los Del Rio. Remember that? Yeah, I do. 96, what a year. Yeah. Number two was One Sweet Day. By Mariah Carey and Boys to Men.
1: Right.
0: I do not remember that song. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I think I remember um, that.
0: Number three was Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion. Now, that okay. was a banger. Everybody knows that, Jim. Right. Um, f- number four was Nobody Knows by the Tony Rich Project. I
1: remember
0: that song. Uh, nope, nope. N- not even there in my mind <laughs> at all. Number five was another Mariah Carey banger, Always Be My Baby. hmm um and, and oh, oh honorable mention number six was um Tracy Chapman give me one reason all right um oh and number seven was Bone Thugs the Crossroads oh shit
1: anyway ninety six was a ninety six was a, they're gonna be at that little concert by the way
0: ninety six was a <laughs> terrible year for music
1: terrible <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but um episode ninety six was a great episode of twelve for this podcast yeah. but let's wrap it up. Um, so, um, for my good friend, DJ Kevy Kev, I am JD, the MC saying
1: just chill to the next episode.